Ooh, ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Welcome to the Ramble Room. <laughs> Did you um, get it? Did you get what I was doing there? The only story that's coming to my mind <laughs> is um, <laughs> Melissa and I, we used to share a room when we were young. And um, we've actually talked about this outside of podcast life yeah. very recently. But we used to share a room... And every Friday night, Melissa and I... It was tornado slash hurricane night. Yeah, but it was like a... It was like, let's have fun tonight going to sleep. So we would... We had like drawers under our bed and we would always... Which had all of our stuffed animals. Yeah, had all of our stuffed animals. So we would always yank them out and put every single stuffed animal we had on our bed. And we had blankets. One, Mine, mine was a lion and Melissa's was a tiger and they were the king and queen of mm-hmm. our room. Yeah. land this fake land we came up with oh here comes angel anyway <clears throat> so every single night it was the same thing where melissa to make <laughs> me you know entertained to give me a little bit of a climax i guess for that sounds weird i hate that <laughs> <sighs> shit i hate that there's double meaning to that what's uh, to make it suspenseful for me yeah Sure. She would she would make it so that there was always a butterfly family. And the butterfly family was a stuffed animal butterfly and a teal monkey that had magnet, magnet hands. hands. <laughs> <laughs> um and their daughter was my plastic butterfly that went to my Dora the Explorer talking doll. And Melissa to make it suspenseful for me. I don't know how the butterfly just got the butterfly genes, though. I think the mom butterfly was cheating. Otherwise, we'd but have a monkey butterfly. She has magnet butterfly. on it. Oh, the, yeah. The other butterfly Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, maybe that's why I put those two together, because I was like, oh, the butterfly's got a magnet on it. I don't think it was that thought out. I think it just happened that way, because you were a child. Anyway. A happy accident. The baby butterfly... <laughs> It was always like, like barely make it. Well, because the the monkey butterfly family always had to go through like the vents because they were smaller, and all the other big animals were able to go through the door, which makes no sense. And it's, it's like, like they had to lock the door and get in the vent to yeah. get inside. And then, but then the vent was on a timer every time. It was the same. It's stupid because yes. it was the same story and every, every Friday. single night. Every Friday, I would literally. Be like, oh my gosh. Are they going to make it? Is she going to make it? I don't think that butterfly, I think the butterfly's going to die Imagine this time. if I decided to kill one of them one time. I would probably have cried and not slept well at all. <laughs> I was like, the dad didn't make it. <laughs> the dad was always the first one in. It was the mom trying to carry the baby butterfly. Which doesn't make sense. Why no. would the dad go first and not make his sure he was, child he was, win? He was holding the doors open for you two. Oh, yeah. Anyway, it was dumb, but it was something that entertained me and I'm sure Melissa throughout most of our childhood when we shared a room. But I bring this up because this week we watched The Jenny Project, which is about a monkey. It's about an ape, Ari. I am so sorry. Somebody slapped me. Here's a here's a one-sentence pitch. Based on the book Jenny by Douglas Preston, The Jenny Project tells the story of a chimpanzee named Jenny who has the ability to use and understand sign language. Angel is using Melissa's purse as a pillow right now, and I can't <laughs> handle it. It's really cute. Angel always comes in here during the podcast because he's like, this is too much attention on these two. I need to yeah. be the center of attention. And that's really cute. He's it is really asleep. cute. I'm going to take a video of it. So. That was a good one sentence pitch. Yeah. In this movie, I, 
first of all, the dad sucks in this the movie. The mom sucks in this movie. Actually, everyone sucks except for the main kid. <laughs> the two kids and the monkey. They are the only redeemable characters. The chimpanzee, Ari. I'm about to go ape shit on you. No, you're not. Well, the dad's name is Hugo Archibald. So already we hate him. Yeah. He's like a... He's a doctor. He apparently he's got a PhD, but I don't know in what. What he, an animal! He abandons his family. A zoologist. Oh, okay, I probably. guess. But he's constantly like leaving his family for eight months, and then comes back with random exotic animals that should not be domesticated, mm-hmm. that he should not have brought home, and this is one of those situations. Yep. <laughs> so when he comes home, well, first there's that whole thing where he's talking to the one guy in Africa. And he says, this chimpanzee has a strong defa, which is like spirit. And so apparently that, you know, that doesn't really, it comes back maybe once in this movie, but they made it seem like it was going to be a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. Not <laughs> so, even like slightly. So then he gets home. His wife's name is Leah. His kids' names are Andrew. And what's the daughter's name? Don't know. Don't care. Okay, yeah, she's not really an important We'll call character. her Donna. Um, well, he decides to name this chimpanzee Jenny. He brings Jenny home. And first, the mom is pissed because he was gone way longer than he said he was going to be. He was like, I'll be back in a week. And then he, eight months later, <laughs> yeah. he's back. Which, when this first started, I was like, oh, are like the parents going to get divorced in Which this first sequence? Honestly, was rooting for it. Yeah, I'm like, you probably should get divorced. <laughs> Yeah, he clearly didn't care. This is not a healthy relationship. He only cares about the animals he brings home. Yeah. Every well, time. He just cares about his job. Which, I'm like, why did you start in a family then? Workaholic, baby. You don't, don't do that to your kids and your spouse. Yeah. If you're going to want to start a family, you got to know that you have to sacrifice certain things to dedicate time to that family. So that immediately was already making me, and I'm assuming you, upset with this dad. Well, and there are many things that pissed me off. First of all, he was the gas bubble from... Oh, yeah. Stepsister from Planet Weird. He's yeah. the dad. So that was, that was strike one. And then he started being an asshole. And that was strike two. And, and, then, then, he, and then he had no redemption. That was strike exactly. three. He didn't change. He didn't grow at all in this movie. No, at the end of the movie, he's like, I'm just going to take you guys with me to work. <laughs> Which, again, is somewhat selfish. You yeah. can't just uproot your family every time like, you need to go let's travel. Let's move to Africa for six months. Okay, let's go. And then you'll We're go back and forth. Jenny. So dumb. So dumb. Uh, I just kind of gave away the biggest plot. <laughs> you did. Like, so sorry. Well, you're going to find out anyway, so. Yeah, this movie doesn't have too much going on in it anyway. No, this will be a short one. Anyway. <laughs> so he gets home, obviously. With the monkey. Leah, the wife, she's pissed off. Uh, and then Andrew's also upset. Andrew's like 12 years old. Played and, by Alex Lenz. Yeah, Alex Lenz, who is such a cute little kid. And he's saying to his dad, he's correct that his dad is never there for him. And I think he's doing poorly in some of his classes. I was going to say, isn't he doing like a bad job in one of his classes? And he's like, you didn't care about my grades before and when you were in like, Africa. Yeah, and then he storms off. Which and, is true. Yeah. And then the dad looks at the mom and I like that the mom just looks at him like, I told you. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, I'm not on your side with this. I'm on my son's side because, <clears throat> yeah, you've been pretty absent father. Well, what's dumb is that he looks at her like, are you kidding me with this shit? This is how you've been raising our son? <laughs> and she's like, you're an asshole. It's almost the vibe you get. Yeah. 
so now with this chimpanzee in the picture, Andrew at first is not excited about this. Honestly, none of the family is. No, because they're like, well, the kids are like, yeah, it's cool to have a monkey or a, I'm so sorry, a chimp <laughs> here. But dad cares more about these animals than he ever has about us. And right. the mom is like, I have to raise a chimp oh. in my household. When we're going to get to it in a second, but I was unbelievably livid at a certain scene. Well, many anyway, scenes, many scenes. I don't know what you're talking about. This whole movie kind of pissed me <laughs> off. I'm not going to lie. We start off with Andrew and he's sitting there out on the porch because he's upset. And Jenny comes over and sits next to him and they have this cute little scene. So cute. Jenny is keeps looking at Andrew and Andrew's looking at her and they keep like looking back and forth at each other. But it's they never see each other looking at the other. Yeah. It's really cute. So it's like whenever he's looking at her, she's looking away and right. vice versa. It's a That's cute little really scene, cute. and then you start seeing, like, Jenny and Andrew clearly they have this bond. connection. They've got yeah. this bond going on. So the children now really like Jenny. Yeah, they're chill with her. But the mom is r- still upset about it. Well, yeah. Perfectly understandable. Because the friggin' chimp is throwing food at her. <laughs> and well, around yeah. the house, making a mess Jenny, of the house. Yeah, Jenny's being let to, she's allowed to stay in the house, and they made her, like, a little bed in the basement for her to stay in. What does she do? Obviously, she's a wild animal. Mm-hmm. She goes up. It goes well, throughout the house and destroys scared. everything. Because the basement is a scary place. Oh, yeah, for that's right. And it was really sad. We were watching that and we were like, oh, Jenny. Yeah, this is why Jenny should not have been brought home. So she's scared. She ends up in the bed with the mom. Yeah. And then. Which the, the mom is like, no. <laughs> yeah. Get the rid ne- of her. The next morning, they go downstairs and see that she's destroyed the house and thrown food all over the place. And then this is what made me mad is the dad goes, oh, I got to get to work. He runs off. And now the mom and the kids have to clean. Have to clean up all this shit. What? No, 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 no. I'd be like, you're not going to work. You're cleaning up all this shit. This is your work. This monkey, I'm sorry, ape is yours. I just was unbelievably livid watching that. Yeah. Like, I would refuse to clean that up. I'd go get a hotel room and be like, I'm staying in there. You can deal with it. Yeah. Well, and he came <laughs> he came home and it was completely clean too, and I'm like, whatever. He, he's such a piece of shit. I hate yeah. the dad. <laughs> P.O.S. stands for Hugo. Um, <laughs> it was interesting, though, because he goes and he's like, hey, he's talking to like his boss. And his boss is like, yeah, I know it's a real shame you had to let go. You had to leave that ape in the in the wild in Africa. And he's like, no, no, I brought it home and I need you to help me find a new place for it. And the dude, his boss looks at him and is like, excuse me. And he doesn't get fired for bringing a wild animal back. Well, he apparently he does it all the time. So. I guess they really don't care. I don't know. And then and then he comes back and he is starts building a treehouse for Jenny. Yeah, he's building a treehouse. Did he ever build one for Andrew? Probably not. (laughs) Actually, we know for a fact he didn't. Remember that was the thing is we talked about how in a lot of these Disney Channel shows, it's always a treehouse that's like the bonding moment for like a father son or like the brothers in horse sense. I'm sorry, the cousins. cousins. Just because they play brothers. (laughs) I mean. They They are brothers. Yeah, so he starts building that treehouse for Jenny because she needs a place to stay that's not inside the house. Although she still has that room in the basement. I don't know. She goes back and forth. (laughs) So no idea. Then Andrew and the dad they kind of bond over building this treehouse for Jenny for like two seconds, and then hate each other. Then they're back to hating each other. And then we're introduced to Doctor Pamela Prentice. She comes in and she is part of an actual like research 
shelter for different apes, monkeys, chimpanzees. And they she's doing like behavioral studies with these animals, specifically with teaching primates sign language. And she comes through because I think Hugo's boss contacted her because he's like, you've got a wild ape. I've got a person who's studying them who would love to take her off your hands. Yeah. But then, yeah, because remember when you said how Hugo says to the boss, do you know anyone who who would want the chimp? Because his Mm -hmm. family, at this point, his family's like, I can't take this anymore. You need to get rid of the chimp. And the mom's like, or I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so he's trying to solve this problem. But then when the doctor comes in and says, I'd love to have her at my research center and take her off your hands. There, he's like, no, 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 no. I guess it's because at this point now there's been too much time and they've become attached to Jenny. Like emotionally attached to Jenny. Well, that was why he came home and built the tree, tree house, house. Was because he was like, oh, well, we can put her in a lab. Right. Where she'll stay forever. And he goes and invests. He like looks at the lab. That's right. Then he comes like, home and he's like, absolutely not. Yeah, because they're like in cages and stuff yeah, like and that. Yeah, and he's like, when they experiment, they'll never be the same. <laughs> like the, the scientist literally says that. And I'm like, not a comforting <laughs> way to get a monkey. Yeah. So now Pamela Prentice has worked out this deal with the dad and mom and the family that she gets three days out of the week of just alone time with Jenny to teach her sign language and see how quickly... Because I think currently she was just... It's something where she was um, studying like a controlled species and this was the first primate from a completely different species and wild species in Africa that she could study with. Yeah. so There was explanation. I didn't listen to it. Yeah, it was some science jargon. <laughs> So then we get a montage, right? The montage of Mm -hmm. sign language. So they're all trying to teach Jenny different signs for their names. They're teaching her how to to play rock, paper, scissors. But that was before the sign language. Remember? Mm -hmm. Because Andrew, as we said, Andrew and Jenny have this special connection. And Jenny kind of speaks her own language with Andrew. Like they understand each other. But as Dr. They just vibe, man. As Dr. Prentice is teaching sign language, she realizes Jenny is being very stubborn. And the main reason is she's picked up on, I think, the attitude and behavior of Andrew. Because Andrew's a, oh, a moody yeah. teenager. like, Or I guess he's 12. But he's in, that, he's in that age where you're like a little bit angsty. And so she's kind of... Jenny herself is over it. Yeah, well, besides the fact that his dad's a complete asshole, I yeah. think any 12-year-old would be angsty. Yeah, it's true. So Jenny, she much like Andrew, wants to go to the movies and wants to play baseball and like wants which to Andrew do. takes her to do. Yeah, it's really cute. Like Andrew's always holding Jenny's hand and they're just walking around town together. <laughs> it's really cute. They put Jenny in these cute little outfits. So yeah, she and her little outfits are all really cute. And when she's just walking around in her diaper, she's just a cute little chimp. <laughs> Why aren't you responding? <laughs> I was in the middle of a yawn. Oh. Um, yes, I agree. <laughs> so Dr. Prentice is getting frustrated because Jenny's not cooperating. Which then Prentice is like, oh, I want to take her with me for all the time. And they're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, like, she has to remain home. Finally, during one session, Jenny, well, at some point, Jenny, she's doing the scissors motion for rock, paper, scissors, which Andrew had taught her. Mm -hmm. And Prentice is like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what this sign means. And that's when you kind of realize, oh, Andrew and Jenny have their own language. That's not sign language necessarily, 
but it's kind of their own hand hand thing. Well, and it's funny because she's just trying to teach her teach Jenny how to say apple. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> yeah. For 6 months she's like apple, apple, apple. <laughs> and Jenny's like scissors. <laughs> Bitch. She's like take me to Andrew. I want to hang out with him. She's like I hate you. Well, and there there was she that also whole ripped thing. her book. Well, yeah, because Andrew ends up he's teaching her sign language cuz they all kind of all the family pitching. members are p- pitching in and helping. And when Andrew's teaching her sign language, Jenny takes the book and just rips it up. Mm-hmm. And Andrew goes, you know what? You're right. Let's go to the movies. <laughs> He's yeah. like, I know what you want to do. And then he gets into this argument with Dr. Prentice and the dad saying, Jenny doesn't want to learn sign language. You're pissing her off. <laughs> You're pissing <laughs> she, me off. She just wants to live her fucking life. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cute. And I mean, there is this genuine concern of Dr. Prentice where she's like, I fear you don't realize that this animal is still a wild animal, which she's right, Mm -hmm. and we'll find out she's right, and that, yes, you can domesticate them to some point, but still, she's originally a wild animal who belongs in the wild with her family. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just take her to a movie theater. The thing is, is that she doesn't have a family in Africa. I mean, yeah, because that was like the main idea of the beginning of the movie was there's poachers in the jungle Mm -hmm. who are killing the different monkeys and apes. It's a little weird when they bring them back. Yeah. (laughs) No, but they bring her back into a safe area. That's like a sanctuary, they say. Mm, So, yeah, she. I guess she doesn't have any direct family, but still she could find her pack. Yeah. Which she does. Anyway. So they get into this big fight about what's right for Jenny. Eventually we get to a scene. I don't know what happens in between that. But eventually we get to a scene where the mom is cook. She's like making dinner and making deviled eggs because they're having people over their house. Well, yeah, she makes deviled eggs and then she's putting something in the oven. And Jenny's behind her. And she's like, Jenny, don't do it. Don't. And Jenny's like, I won't. I won't do it. I swear. Then she turns around and then (laughs) an egg flies. Jenny's throwing eggs at Leah, and Leah's getting pissed. So then Jenny runs downstairs to her her bed, and I think also Leah's like putting her in her room and saying, "You're staying here." And while she's yelling at her, all of a sudden she looks at Jenny, and I think Jenny motions to her the hug sign. And the dude, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, yeah, she motions to her the hug sign, and the mom freaks out. And she goes, "You want a hug?" And then she goes over to her, and Jenny gives the mom a hug. It's really Aww, sweet. That's really cute. I wish I was watching it. And then the then Jenny does the sign for Leah's name. So then Leah's freaking out. She tells the kids to come downstairs. And then Jenny starts signing Andrew's name. And then they finally call the dad. And the dad's like running around in his... Where does he work? Like a laboratory? I have no idea. <laughs> well, he's running around this institute laboratory freaking out because he's like, Jenny, she can speak. She's speaking sign language. I will say there's one thing we didn't mention. There's... A, ma- a mailman yeah in the neighborhood who's played by the same guy in miracle <laughs> from lane two and he plays Scully he always or Hitchcock has this, he always has the same haircut in brooklyn 99 he always has the i was just mowed over haircut <laughs> and he's in this and he's kind of a big part later on but yeah currently it's just him walking around the neighborhood giving people their mail <laughs> and complaining about all the animals that they've had in the past right No, 
Hello, my name is Joseph Drede, but you can just call me Drede. And I'm Trudy. And you're listening to QVCHS and NBCVCDFJ. You sure are. Trudy, I have a product for you. You're never going to believe it. But first, before we get into the product, I just want all of our loyal listeners to know we have hired somebody to replace Suzanne. Oh, that's right. His name is Phil. And uh, he's not on the payroll yet. We're just testing him out. Yes, but he will be. Um, he's going to come say hello next week or uh, next episode. Um, okay. So just be prepared. Going to meet Phil. He's a great guy. One Debatable. Of, he was the best out of the few that we interviewed. That's true. He has potential, it seems. Well, through this week. What's <clears throat> the product? tell you what it is if you shut up what the fuck what is all this animosity nothing you interrupt me i was going to say this week's product is fresh off the market it's fresh off the market it is okay what's the product it's a pineapple a pineapple yes it's a type of fruit uh we just found it in in uh, the, the trees of uh, west virginia pineapples come in trees uh, yes are like, you sure like coconuts really yes that's where pineapples come from? Yes. Okay. But is it like an apple, but a pine cone had a baby? It's like, um, uh, yes. It's if an apple and a pine cone had a baby. It looks like a pine cone. Does it taste but like it a pine cone? it tastes like um, just wonderful sweetness. I have a few over here for you to try later. I don't want to try them. But they're delicious. They're sweet and sour. Okay, fine. They're like apples. If they're like if apples and um, or a pine. No, if apples had a baby with um, strawberry. What? Then why isn't it called straw apple? Because it looks like a pine cone. Why isn't it called an appleberry? Because it looks like a pine cone. You know what appleberry sounds like? Sounds like a new product from Apple. What would it be? I don't a, know. A digital. Um, berry that you eat it'd be like headphones that are shaped like blueberries you know what's crazy i would buy that but then wouldn't those things get stuck in your ear i don't know the airpods nowadays look like they could get stuck don't you fucking talk about airpods in front of me okay um how much is this how much is a pineapple a pineapple is it retails for like 50 dollars. wait does a pineapple come in like a bunch no it's just one what the fuck what what how it's big. Sp- How big are they? Yeah, about the size of a head. What? Like a human head? Like the one That's that like we cut. the cu- size of a watermelon. No, like the the way we cut off that one person last night. What? I Shut mean, up, Trudy. What the fuck? That one pineapple. Oh my God. Um, right there. Look at the pineapple over there. That's what it looks oh, like. Oh, Phil just walked in. Hi, guys. Oh, hi, Phil. I wasn't expecting you here. That's what Phil sounds like? You were there for the interview. No, I wasn't. I was half drugged. Uh, Phil, we'll be with you in just a moment. Okay, I'll wait in your office. What the fuck? So pineapples retail at about $50 a a pineapple. We're not going to talk about Phil? Well, we're going to talk to him in the next episode. Oh my god, that's going to be absolute torture for our listeners' ears. Is he going to be talking for long? What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? Have you heard him? Yeah, they just did. He sounds like he's gasping for air every five seconds. No, he sounds like he's going to cry every time he talks. It's weird. I think he might be. Which is really the reason we gave him the job, because I couldn't take any tears. 
I can't believe he was our best shot out of all of our candidates. Jacob was a murderer. Not alleged, what actually convicted. He would have fit in perfectly with us. What the fuck? Why wouldn't we have hired Jacob then? You idiot. Um. Back to the podcast. Bartholomew. Listen here, I will not stand for your treachery, sir. You don't sound like, who do you sound like? I don't know. <laughs> you sound like McGonagall. It's no. just, it's really fun talking like Reginald Ooh. Bartholomew. Who do you sound like? Do it again. I'm Reginald Bartholomew. I will not listen to your treacherous. Oh, you know who you sound like? Who? You sound like um Jenny's mom, not in Jenny, the Jenny product, Jenny's mom in My Life as a Teenage Robot. Oh, yeah. Hang on. I'm going to find a clip of it. Jenny, you're a robot. Your life as a teenage robot would be shit because of me. Where's the mom? Bye, Mom. Goodbye, dear. Bye, Mom. Goodbye. All of that for goodbye, dear. Goodbye, dear. That's who you sound like. Anyway. Well, you know what happened next, Ariana? No. A fucking court trial. Just kidding. I got to rewind. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was so stupid. Hold on. Why we got to rewind. Why on God's green earth did you do that? Because I'd like to spoil it and then we do like a you 48 said, hours earlier situation. You said. You said <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it's what like you did. It's like a crime show. It's like show. mentalist when, when you're like, he's, he's captured. Why is he in the dungeon? And then they, they go, 12 hours earlier. It's always 48 though. 72 40, hours. One week hours. ago. <laughs> yeah. 48 hours earlier. Here's how we got to this situation. See, Angel returns. Return of the Yeti. Yeti. Of the Yeti? <laughs> Return of the Yeti. <laughs> so, the dad is waiting on a grant to be approved for him to go back to Africa. Which is weird because his name isn't even Grant. Shut up, Ariana. He's waiting for this grant to be approved so that he has money to go back to Africa. Andrew and Leah, and honestly, just the whole family, is pissed off about him already wanting to go back to Africa. Sorry. What? Andrew and Leah, and honestly, the whole family, because we can't remember the little sister's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You listed off every person's <laughs> name except her little sister and said, and honestly, the whole family. I don't know who the sister is. I don't remember her name. Rebecca? No. I don't know Louisa? what it was. I don't know what it was. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's Sarah. All right, I'm not looking it up. <laughs> the letter actually comes in. The mailman that we talked about delivers the mail, and Andrew is the one that ends up seeing the letter. He opens it and sees that his father's grant has been approved, meaning he's going to want to go back to Africa immediately. Which makes Andrew very upset. So yep. when he's in the treehouse with Jenny, he rips the letter, letter up. up because he's mad. And Jenny does this sign like he's bad. Mm-hmm. And, or the letter is bad. And Andrew goes, Yeah, Jenny, the letter's bad. So then the next day, Jenny goes nuts. Jenny goes ape shit. <laughs> yeah. And she goes around and, and everybody's going up to the mailman, aka Scully or Hitchcock. I can't remember. He's, they're all like, 
you're hiding our mail. I didn't get to pay my bill, and so my electricity is shut off because you're an asshole who didn't give me my mail. You're hoarding it. And he's like, listen, everybody, I am doing my job. I don't know where your mail is. The mailman is pissed off. He his- goes to Hugo's backyard. Right. And But he goes there because he sees letters. He follows, like, this trail of mail no, and Hansel and, and Gretel type shit. And he goes to the backyard and sees it's Jenny's treehouse. And Jenny is the culprit. Jenny's been stealing the mail. And she ends up getting into his mailman truck. And driving it. And she's driving it down the street. Jenny, the wild ape, is driving a truck down the street. It's a very dangerous situation. Jenny takes revenge seriously. Yeah, Jenny is pissed off. Don't get on her bad side. This leads to, as I had mentioned before... The courtroom. (laughs) And it's You Lucky Dog Part 2. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, I've forgotten about that movie. Why'd you have to bring it up? Because now they're in court for an animal. <laughs> yeah, the mailman's suing the monkey because... I'm sorry, the chimp. Because... I mean, technically... They ruined mail? No, technically, Jenny committed several yeah. federal offenses by Stole opening car, people's mail. Opened st- somebody else's mail. Yep. And the judge is like, okay, well... I can't really try a chimp. But then the dad, honestly, the dad could have gotten away with this and just gone, yeah, you can't try a chimp. But instead he goes, no, no. Treat her as an equal. Yeah, Jenny can speak. She can speak sign language. And I brought over a sign language interpreter to help us. So the judge is like, okay, I guess we'll continue with this trial. Mm -hmm. So then the sign language interpreter is trying to understand what Jenny's saying. And Jenny's just saying, I hate apples. And because she actually, there's this whole idea of she's learned sign language, but she hasn't learned like forming senses to sentences with the sign language to mean what she wants to say. Right. So, she does when it's with Andrew, though. Yeah. So then Andrew says, no, I can translate for her. So we find out Jenny essentially attacked the mailman and stole his car because she thought that the mailman was bad because he brought the letter that made Andrew upset. So Jenny associated this to mean, oh, mailman, bad. So yeah. so that's why she attacked him. And the judge judge doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Dr. Prentice shows up and she says, I think I have a solution. So the judge is like, all right, let's meet in my chambers and get this figured out. Then we cut to the dad going to Leah. Mm-hmm. And he says to her, well, they're, they're going to take her to the shelter um, with Dr. Prentice. And Leah is upset because at this point, Leah really thinks of Jenny as like her daughter at this point because she's really become a part of their family. And she's like, this is going to break the kid's heart. And he is also, because of that grant being accepted, he's going back to Africa. So not only are they getting Jenny taken away from them, but now Hugo is going to leave their family again. So (laughs) Andrew is pissed off when he finds this all this out. And he runs away. He goes to the shelter. And the parents are freaking out, not knowing where their kid went. And I'm thinking, why wouldn't that be your first thought of where he's going? Yeah. To the Tahachi Center, which is what the right. shelter is. Because the sister's like... The, well, yeah, the sister says something hot like... Hot cheese. Yeah, he's going to the hot cheese center. <laughs> and then they're, like, they're like, a mozzarella stick? <laughs> It's like, I understood what the little girl was saying, and finally they're like, oh, the Tahachi Center. So then they go and find Andrew, and he's actually, like, 
sleeping next to Jenny. It's really sweet. And even Dr. Prentice sees this and she feels bad because she realizes maybe Jenny doesn't really belong in this shelter. And then finally, they all end up deciding, okay, Jenny needs to go back to Africa and be, live in the wild. Uh, Andrew at first is upset, but then the dad says, but guess what? You and the rest of the family are coming with me to Africa. And apparently this m- solves everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how it does, but... <laughs> I don't know. They're like, we're going to release Jenny back into the wild in this <laughs> chimp sanctuary. But guess what? You're coming with us. For five months. So then we get, like, the final shots are them in Africa. There's, like, too many slow-mo shots of Jenny going in the wild with her her friends. <laughs> Yeah, to be honest with you guys, I didn't like this movie. I didn't either. It wasn't my favorite. What was your moral of the story? My moral of the story is don't take wild exotic animals out of their habitat and take them home and try to domesticate them. Good call. If you want, if you're trying to save them from poachers, that's fine. But then take them to a place like a sanctuary, like they did in the end. Take them to a place that's more safe in their habitat, that isn't roaming with humans who are trying to hunt them down like don't take it home what's wrong with you a lot (laughs) what's your moral of the story (laughs) um don't have kids if you are obsessed with your work (laughs) that's a good if you care more about your work than anything don't don't start a family don't get married and have kids yeah it's true (laughs) because then you'll end up like hugo and will hate your ass so and you don't want that yeah, because, you know, our opinions matter <laughs> at all. <laughs> anyway. All right. Hey. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bang, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bang, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bang, bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ting, tang, walla, walla, bang, bang. Do, 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 do.